0: coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California. How are you, my love? Oh, for the Living Fearless Devotional. Hello, how are you, my love? I'm
1: very good, thank you. Find all of our content on resurrectministry.com. You can also find Andy's Fearless Man podcast. We have a bunch of cool book resources. Uh, these are some of Andy and I favorite. We got from um, the various pastors that we listen to, especially Pastor Jack at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills mm-hmm. and a couple of other really good sources. So check that out. Also, if you care to donate, um, there's a donate button that now pops up across the screen. Very what? cool. Yes, we've had we've made some technological advances. That's awesome. And if we're you so like fancy, you were fancy like that. And if you <laughs> want to drop us a line, send us a comment, a prayer request, whatever it may be, we'd love to hear from you. You could do that on the contact us now button.
0: And as you're joining, if you would just say hi, where you're watching from, um, and if you have any Responses or ideas uh, about that come to you as we are reading the devotion. It would be great for you to write them in the comment section. That yes. would be awesome. All right, we're reading from Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon. Uh, it's October twentieth, and the reference is Ephesians four fifteen, and this partial, um, uh, this portion of it says, "In all things, grow up into Him." Charles Spurgeon writes, many Christians are stagnant and stunted in their spiritual growth, so much so they appear to be the same year after year, and many of them seem to lack any desire to advance or grow more knowledgeable. They simply exist, but do not in all things grow up into him. But should we ever be content to remain only a green sprout when we have the opportunity to develop a crop and to eventually ripen into a full-grown ear of corn? Should we be satisfied merely to believe in Christ and say, I'm safe, but without the desire to experience more of the fullness that may be found in him? No, it should never be this way. For as good traders in heaven's market, we should yearn to be enriched in the knowledge of Jesus. It is fine to work in someone else's vineyard, but we must not neglect our own spiritual growth and maturity. Why should it always be winter in our hearts? Yes, we all need a time of seeding in the spring, but we should move on to a summer season, which will then give us the hope of an early harvest. If we truly desire to ripen in grace, we must be close to Jesus living in his presence and becoming ripened in the sunshine of his smiles. We must have sweet fellowship with him as well no longer being satisfied with a long distance view of his face but coming close to him as john did when he leaned back against jesus at the table only then will we find ourselves advancing in holiness love faith and hope indeed in every precious gift just as the rising sun first casts its golden beams across the mountaintops giving passing travelers spectacular views One of the most beautiful sights on earth is the glow of the spirit's light upon the head of a God saint who has grown in spiritual stature. As Saul once stood a head taller than any of the others. What a glorious sight to watch a saint mature to the point of becoming like a mighty alp, snow-capped, chosen of God, and magnificently reflecting the the bright rays of the sun of righteousness and his radiance. Lifting Christ up for all to see the glory of His Father who is in heaven. Beautiful! Wow, that was a beautiful picture that was just kind of drawn through His words, and it gave me so much more this time around. Oh, nice! Yeah, it was awesome. Anything
1: in particular you want
0: to? Well, first of all, the first emucidate? time you the, some, you the first time you read these things, because there's so many things in parentheses, and then, the, then it skips, and then there's a period somewhere. <laughs> My mind Those isn't starting
1: period. Yeah. <laughs> So so confusing. <laughs> it, it
0: messes my, it messes with my brain, Schneeb. But so it allowed me to kind of really, really feel what Charles was saying, and um, it, it it just reminds me of so much of my life. Whether I was uh, trying to be a magician or when I was you know working to become a police officer, going through the police academy and then gaining experience and knowledge and and, and additional training, you know, grew in that position to being a dog trainer that in the early stages, you're just trying to get the basics just to be able to, to do, you know, the minimal of, of whatever job, you know, just to be able to go out there and not die as a cop, perhaps, or even as a trainer, I just want to get my dog to sit. Right. And then uh, as you get that, get that down and feel comfortable, you could just simply, I, I know guys that police officers just skated, the rest of their career and never really grew mm. it never never became experienced enough to actually Absolutely. investigate a crime
1: i know a whole slew of people like that you <laughs> <in DC>. see
0: <laughs> and i i know that if you could do that in a in a craft or in your uh industry right. whatever your your profession that those are probably the same p- people that do that in their faith with god that you could very well say, you know, Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe that We're you good. died for my sins and you raised three days later. And, uh, and, and that's it. And then you, you know. Check. Check. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what God wants us to do. No, yeah. He wants us to be disciples. He wants us to, uh, you know, uh, preach to others and share the gospel. And it's really hard to do that if you only have the basics. So anyway, I... I I got very that cool. the second time, not on the first time. Oh, <laughs> fabulous. Strange, strangely enough.
1: I, I'm going to take it in a completely different direction. Whoa. Because okay. That's just where I am, but that was very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I want. I don't know. Did anybody say hi yet? Nobody said hello. What? Where are all we of see, our friends? We see that you're say on. Hi.
0: Let's see who. Who is this? PJ's on. PJ Cahoon. <laughs> nice you know to see you. Yes. Oh. and Jan French is on. Hey Jan. Hi Jan. Uh, and, so uh, yeah.
1: This is where I'm going. Jan will know because Jan's all knowing. Uh, (laughs) She was witness to my little debacle. She's godlike. She No, she was just witness to my debacle on Facebook. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I first want to read Ephesians 4.11-15. It's in Jim Ryman's portion, and it's our opening scripture, 4.15. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to equip his people for work of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. They will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. Little farther down, 429, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is hel- helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those
0: who listen. So. Um, that last part. This,
1: here's here's my dilemma. I, I constantly, challenge myself, whether I'm growing closer in the Lord. And I find for me that when I engage in like discussions on social media, or I step outside of ministry stuff and dabble more in social political stuff, like I have to for a certain extent for my articles. But when I do it other than that, I, I don't do it well, Hmm. in the sense that um, I made a snafu on Facebook by saying, keep your eyes on yay, using an expression, because it's now part of my Christianese, that we say for keep your eyes on Jesus. Mm. And so this torrent of criticism, how dare you use that terminal? And I just was like, oh, gee, I was just using a colloquialism, keep your eyes on. Not, I mean, yes. understanding why they would have freaked out if I was using the same expression as we use for Jesus—that oh no, stop looking at Jesus and start looking at Kanye—like how absurd a thought is that <laughs> um, that even anybody would think that I would think that. But then, so as I start to read down, I was like, oh, I should respond to that. And then the next one, so and I was like, and all I can think about. Is, and this is such perfect scripture because 429 came up in my Bible study today mm. where and and all of these things that Paul points out, all of these offices that he points out and stations that people have to benefit from and that we should all strive for. At the end, he's like, but you have to speak the truth in love. Without love, we are clanging symbols. If you cannot say something to build someone up then don't say it. And so I just realized that there are so many Christians out there that are so um, dogmatic about what they believe Christ is doing in the earth that they do not hesitate to attack fellow Christians. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm having arguments with people I don't even know. <laughs> like they could be, they could maybe not even be Christians. You know, I have, I have no idea who these human beings are. And i'm saying and what i ended up doing was deleting the whole thing because Mm. i was like i don't i don't want to look at it anymore i don't want (laughs) to respond to it i know this is very opposite of you you're very good at, at discussing these things but i just this devotional takes me back to am i growing in the lord is is what am i doing at this very moment growing in the lord and yes i do spend time in front of mindless television but other than that the the Arguments I would get in on social media on certain topics are totally unconstructive because I would find myself saying things that I know that um, are not building people up, regardless of whether they were, they attacked me first. But I don't feel they're drawing me any closer to maturity. Mm. That I got all out of this devotional. Because it's literally upset me all week. It has thrown me off my game, because I'm just overthinking. Like, oh, why did I say that? Oh, but that person was so rude, and how was that comment? And should I really explain this? And what was I really thinking? Because they just kept saying another that like one of the criticisms was you have no discernment. You have no discernment, and I was and. And our Bible teacher today was going through a story saying that her um, she went to a friend for some advice and the woman said something so hurtful uh, that later she's like, what, we're not friends anymore? And she's like, you said something that hurt me to my core. And that's the thing is, is that we have to be careful because the power of life and death is in our tongue. And if mm-hmm. some things that we could say to a fellow Christian that, hurts them to their core. And and how terrible to be walking this walk and wanting to be more like Jesus and reflect his light and to have a crop, but say things that are so mean and hurtful um, that we make other people suffer for a week at a time. Mm. I think my diatribe is over. Jan, Jan, now the reason I was making those comments about jan is she was engaged in the little discussion i believe on that post (laughs) at least on one of the posts but on that one which you may not be able to go back to because it's gone uh but yeah it just it i mean it left the reservation the
0: whole discussion just (laughs) Just because you said keep your eye on ye
1: yeah say which i didn't even
0: get that when you said it i said yeah you're saying you know watch watch him him. and see let's see what he does with
1: I did not say take your eyes off of Jesus and turn it <laughs> to Kanye. I was like, Hello? Does that
0: say more about my immaturity in Christ or just that I, under- it's like, listen, you can use these words that you can find in the Bible in ways that are not.
1: Christian. Not, I mean, that they're not, you're not referring to Jesus. Right. You know what I mean? You're not saying take your eyes off of Jesus and look at him. Um, yeah, it was. But the no, the thing is, is that, and see, that's why I said these people don't even know me, is the thing is, is that you're inviting criticism and you're having discussions with people you don't even know and don't know your heart mm-hmm. and don't know who you are. So it's just like, why am I, why am I arguing with people I don't even know? <laughs> <laughs> what is the point of that? <laughs> that's a- that's completely useless.
0: Uh, Jen says people can be so cruel on yes. Andy's Facebook posts too. Oh yeah,
1: but Andy loves it. <laughs> That's the difference. That's the difference. I, like a little child, go and like cry on my pillow. So it actually hurts me. <laughs> I
0: don't even respond to so many of them, and Jen probably sees that. I, I do see them, but I pick, I pick the ones to to respond to. Yeah, careful. Yeah, because sometimes it's better, I like them to say something so horribly bad and then I don't say anything. I just I just ignore it. And they, they probably go, oh, I want them to come back. Right? So the, the response is something that they're even looking for. So besides that, just back to this discussion about, um, I think those are sad people in many cases they're, because they are watching for the opportunity to bring you down is what I feel is that they're not looking for the opportunity to say, oh, did you mean, because then they would have sent you a private message. You go, I saw your post and I'm just, I was wondering, were you talking to, were you using this biblically or just saying continue Uh, They
1: literally were accusing me of setting them up as a false idol. That I had now, I'd left the faith because I had set him up as a false idol. I was like, what planet (laughs) are you on? Like what,
0: how could you accuse me of such a thing? But I've taken down. I think I've taken down maybe two posts where I realized I got it wrong. And I'll take them down. I mean, I do, Oh, um, you know what, I didn't, I not want to get it wrong. But I'm, I'm almost, uh, you know, I'm pretty much 99.9% of the time <laughs> right on everything I post. Because I, because I research, I don't put things up so quickly without looking to see if I'm supported with
1: that. Well, facts. I didn't, it, it wasn't an issue of right or wrong. Yeah, use wrong is, yeah.
0: words.
1: Yeah. Uh, only, I only use the wrong words for certain Christian people mm-hmm. who use that phrase in only one specific way. Yeah. But if I put that on Instagram into the general public, they wouldn't think twice about it.
0: Right. And it's not like you added like, uh, you know, to Anthony and i's marriage, Jesus was the third strand, now yea is the fourth strand. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say that, <laughs> no. that, that wouldn't have been bad.
1: Oh goodness, grief! Well, to those who had to stomach my post and the subsequent discussions, my apologies.
0: <laughs> oh, I get called some awesome stuff.
1: No, um, but some it,
0: craziness on, on 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 words, and I use words probably much stronger than you. Yes. Um, for sure. But that's. Uh, but I think that they have become used to me.
1: But my moral of the story yes. is. <laughs> is use words to build each other up and this goes back to our theme for the home church is that how do we build each other up how do we become a community how do we support one another in a way that's edifying that builds faith not tears it down
0: mm-hmm. i think it's an important lesson too we taking what you what you're talking about is that you know how i write on social media is much different than how I am out in public with with people, because I don't have memes. I can't hold up a sign with a meme. Um, but um, like for instance, in the sauna today at uh, at twenty four hour fitness, uh, there was a group of men that we had has we, lots of fun in the sauna. We, <laughs> that sounds <not> bad. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> fully
1: clothed, fully clothed with with other men and women fully clothed. Yes,
0: well, mostly So. We're in there having a discussion men and in the mix of the men that are in there and this is the other thing that i think got them is that it was mostly men but then one caucasian woman came in and agreed with us but i was merely i stood there and in public i mostly listen and then i, I can have some input here and there but this one gentleman he was going off on you know gas prices and he, he referenced a, a Winston Churchill quote that essentially said that when you're young and a liberal, it, it kind of makes sense because you want to be given everything and you're lazy and all this kind of stuff. But once you mature, you become a conservative because you're smart and you're not stupid, is what he said. Because and he, he's, he's a devout Christian, yeah. the man
1: he's referring to.
0: <laughs> and so he says, you know, Winston Churchill says, when you, when you get older, you're not stupid, so you become a conservative. That's basically what he said. And in there were two women. Um, one of them, I, I, somewhat know from, uh, the community and the other one, I didn't know at all, but the one I didn't know, uh, after she couldn't take it any longer and they both stood up after chatting for just a few seconds and she stood up and she looked him in the eye and she goes, I'm a liberal and I'm not stupid. And she walked out with her friend. And so now to the point what is this thing, and I, I think that's, what's important that this gentleman who likes to chat a lot, he, he just gets on a roll and he's not. He's not taking in the environment and the potential audience I know his audience was us but you got to understand that people are around loud you.
1: enough right yes. I mean, and you're in a closed quarter it wasn't like in the open gym it's in a sauna
0: yeah it's in a sauna it's very small so 10 by ten and so to come back to the uh the one uh, part of the scripture here I think it was um. Oh, shoot. I can't now. Tell me what it is. I'll tell you which one. Is that you're you're speaking so that people that are listening, there was something about listen.
1: Yeah, this is. Oh, you were reading this. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Where was that part? Do not
1: let unwholesome talk or speaking truth in love.
0: For people that will. Oh, here it is. Uh, It's uh, Ephesians 29, the the last half. But only uh, what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. So you you have the opportunity to speak in a way that may be contrary to somebody's thoughts and beliefs. And you may be able to do something with that while they're listening. But when you go too far, they stop listening. It's
1: unwholesome talk.
0: Right. And so you want to catch them while they're listening. And so I'm understanding what you're saying. And I know I'm completely different on social media than I am on the public, but in public, I understand that. The other thing that in social media is that the only time I respond, you know, Jan French or anybody that follows my social media when I'm responding is because I believe there may be somebody listening that that I can't see in the social media because there's people that don't comment that are reading them. And I want to speak to them, not necessarily the person that I'm responding to the comment because you have opportunity there. And that's what I got from Ephesians 429 is that always remember that you may be able to catch that person who. At a at one moment or other, may be listening.
1: Oh, I actively listen. I tell people that when I'm speaking about evangelism too, where um, I worry sometimes that people that do uh, apologetics get very heated and angry, and nasty words come out of their mouth. Mm -hmm. And the people that are listening, they may be arguing with like an Islamic scholar who can go toe to toe with them. But if they start to get device derivative. uh, Derivative, derivative, divisive. <laughs> there's a word? I'm divisive. looking for. Divisive. You know, and just nasty. Then the people listening—that's all they hear. They didn't. They they will totally disregard mm-hmm. the intellectual arguments you're making, and they will just focus on how rude you're being. Mm-hmm. Even if the tone of your vo- voice is too loud, and you will have lost those who are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just a really important. It's a really important part of um, not only the biblical teaching of uh, Apostle Peter and Paul repeatedly, and James that are constantly telling us, watch what you say. You know what I mean? You are a representative of Christ. Be Christ-like. Nasty things didn't come out of his mouth.
0: Hmm. So. Jen says, drama in the sauna. (laughs) Almost became that's the rumble very, in the jungle.
1: That's, that's very uh, clever, Dan.
0: <laughs> but I like uh, and, and I and I and I and I hope that I, I'm getting better at that on some level. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh wow, from a year and a half ago for sure.
0: <laughs> because I like what somebody, I think it was um Harris, um, what's her whole name on um, the five. Not the five on um outnumbered i never remember um you know i'm talking about harris uh, on fox news she um uh, on on the outnumbered portion um they were playing a clip of somebody i believe that's where i was listening to it doesn't really matter i, I was listening to somebody that said when, when it comes to something like crt or um uh social emotional learning sel um uh, and all those types of things that are uh, you know, entering our school that are becoming more um, divisive than it is necessarily bringing people together is that there are some people in the mix there. And this was important for me to hear this <laughs> because in the mix of uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion and CRT and all this kind of stuff, that there are some people that are, are for it right now because in the context of understanding where um, you know somebody can be hurt by a racist comment, they they think that they're they're doing the right thing,
1: right?
0: And so you got to include those people in the discussion sometimes. That if you come off too heavy and too strong uh, against it in with verbal word with words, because verbal and words is essentially mm. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that cause people to shut their ears, Yeah. then they're never going to hear why when somebody's using, um, uh, you know, a certain aspect of the explanation about why it's bad, they'll never hear it.
1: And I got to say, that's something I love about our candidate, Todd Frazier. He mm. is very well-spoken. Mm. He does a really good job of not attacking ideas that he clearly doesn't agree with and instead focuses on why he believes the opposite. Mm -hmm. And I think, and that's why I tell people even about evangelism, that when you're trying to witness to Muslims, focus on the majesty of Christ. There's so many good things to say about him, the infallibility of the Bible, the word, salvation. You don't need to insult what they currently believe. You just need to bring them to the majesty of Christ you know and that example could be used in every field you know so if you in the dog training world you don't have to rip apart your uh competition that's a good point all you have to do is talk about why your way is correct sure somebody says wait don't you use a shock collar or what you know what i mean like why don't you hit them when they're bad is like yeah a little bit of correction is is necessary in certain circumstances but the predominance of the time you need to do X, Y, and Z. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't dwell on on unwholesome talk that just makes people shut their ears.
0: Right. Harris Faulkner is her name. Thank you, Jen.
1: She's so so graceful.
0: And smart. Smart. She's incredibly smart. Yes. Um, That whole group that they have on there is incredibly smart, but uh, yeah. Um, But it was, it's really important. It's hard though, when it comes to abortion issues, when it comes to late term abort, you know, because it's very emotional when you consider killing a baby at birth. It is. And, you know, you got people probably that if you just were able to get them to listen about why the babies should be included in this decision making, <laughs> uh, because it, it often gets cut out. It's between the, the mother and the, the state or... and the, the, the state or the mother and the, the abortionist. Um, and that, that, that baby unfortunately gets cut out of the decision-making. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, they often forget about um, the, uh, the choice, you know, but, the, but... the pro-choice is at the time of having sex. That's the time of when they're But pregnant. Remember
1: how well spoken the doctor was hmm. in just articulating facts. This is how many abortions I've done. Yes. This is what the procedure looks like. This is when a fetus is, this is how a baby is created. This is how it grows. We should, we shouldn't be doing this. This is someone's child. You know, just, he, he was extremely articulate without being offensive. Hmm. He didn't have to attack you, you all baby killers. How could you be killing babies? You know, he was like, I actually was an abortionist, you know. Um, powerful. It was still yeah. extreme. It was extremely powerful without being rude, abrasive and condescending.
0: Being able to do that, though, sometimes comes with when back to the devotional. Um, with growing in your faith and not Maturity. maturing in your faith in immaturity, we. Lash out. out. Oh, oh, my gosh. We've been, we've been together for 50 years.
1: <laughs> Should we do the other scripture? <laughs>
0: yes, absolutely.
1: John 13, 25. Leaning back against Jesus, he asked him, Oh, Lord, who is it? <laughs> Wouldn't that have been nice to lean against it's, Jesus? It's like,
0: uh, in who was it that did that? John. John. So John, uh, John. It was just like something like, oh, sorry. It's <laughs> not <Is> that- <laughs> That's so abrasive. <laughs> um, that John, at whatever age he was, probably in his 30s, right? 30s, probably early, oh, like yes. mid-20s, 30s. That that at age leaning against Jesus and looking almost like a child. Right? You know.
1: His disciples stare at one another at a loss to know which of them he meant he was talking about the betrayal. And one of them, the disciple whom Jesus loved, John always referred to himself that way. I was reclining next to him. Simon Peter motioned to this disciple and said, Ask him which one he means. And leaning back against him, he said, Lord, who is it? <laughs> so basically, like cozying yeah. up next to him.
0: That's like what Bo says, Dad, who's your favorite? <laughs> yeah.
1: First Samuel 9, 2. Kish had a son named Saul, as handsome a young man as could be found anywhere in Israel, and he was a head taller than anyone else.
0: Every time you read this, you, you, when you get to the word "handsome," you get so giddy. Yeah, it's a, handsome.
1: Well, it's just like <laughs> such a funny. I don't know when you think about it that God uh, wanted us to know that.
0: Yeah, yeah there's Isn't a lot of places when He's talking to certain people that He talks about them being beautiful Physical or handsome. Yeah, He gives them the, the. It's interesting. The props of being attractive,
1: right? <laughs> it makes you curious. Yeah malachi 4 2 but for you who revere my name the son of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays and you will go out and frolic like well-fed calves
0: oh isn't that beautiful even though you're ugly as sin
1: (laughs) son of righteousness (laughs) has healing rays Hmm. it's kind of like the james one scripture that we're reading is so beautiful it's like consider it all joy the commandment, consider it all joy when you face trials, for it matures you in your faith, mm. your perseverance, because it creates perseverance and perseverance maturity. One of these days. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> that's, that's what we're learning. Uh.
0: Um, so this weekend.
1: Yes. Home church. Yes. Woo-hoo. Very excited. I am we're still pondering what we're gonna what we're gonna share with everyone and what we're gonna hope everyone's gonna share with us all all exciting what are you cooking lamb I think with fava bean rice man lamb
0: lamb are we gonna sacrifice a lamb
1: no no oh. I don't think we do that in
0: our no, tradition yeah we don't, do that. Yeah, we don't do that anymore no is it halal
1: No. What's wrong with you? I just learned a new word and I like to use it and even though it's not something that we're supposed no. to be doing.
0: No. Is it kosher? No,
1: we don't have all meat is is permissible to us.
0: Can we have kosher pickles? Sure. Okay.
1: We can have kosher meat or halal meat as long as we're not told it's been sacrificed to idols.
0: Mm. Okay. So explain that. Please uh you About halal, like why why is it that would be bad for us to 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 take meat and use it as christians because it's a law or no no no.
1: Things. so but paul's advice was mm-hmm. that everything um that's given to us as food is permissible and that if anybody puts food in front of us we don't need to ask whether it's uh, clean or unclean there's no longer the rabbinical dietary laws it says but If somebody puts food in front of you and says, I have dedicated this food to my idol, like a like a Hindu person Mm -hmm. um, or a Muslim says, I purposely bought you halal meat that has been sacrificed in the name of Allah. Please eat, he says, in those circumstances, you should not eat because you should not eat food, a meal dedicated to an idol, he says, and be careful about what you do in the company of others, lest others fall. So in other words, whether it's drinking or eating of the wrong things, if it's going to make a person young in the faith lead into bad behavior by doing something, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. Whatever that behavior may be, food, drink, carousing. <laughs> carousing we shouldn't do anyways. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. That's
1: good. Thank you. Is that helpful? Yeah, right. very helpful. So it's not that you can't eat halal meat, but you're just not supposed to sit at a table and somebody says, I have dedicated this to my God.
0: And then you'd be like, oh, that sounds yummy. Sorry. Pass me the bacon. Yeah. Bro. So we have that. Uh, We have the the men's conference on Saturday. So SoCal uh, men's conference, guys. If any men are listening between now and uh, tomorrow night, because it's Saturday morning, um, uh, look it up. It's uh Jack Hibbs is uh leading it, I believe. And SoCal
1: men's conference.
0: SoCal men's conference will be at the Anaheim Convention Center. I was gonna ride with a bunch of the men, but uh it's a uh, homecoming.
1: Yeah, so I was thinking you would ride with them. I would,
0: but I don't want to force them to leave if, if it goes long. Why do um, you
1: have to be there right for? Well,
0: I don't want to be there before I don't want so they're going to a friend's house where all of the couples are gonna be in their but they won't you know, leave until seven. World.
1: Yeah. well, yeah. Well, oh, that
0: means they have to drive me home. I have to get my car in, and then drive all the way to the other side of the city. Oh. Anaheim and where they're at is like right down the street. Mm. And there's just there's the convenience and just in case. And
1: will you sit with them?
0: Yes, yes, for sure.
1: It should be a time of male bonding.
0: It should. And I would love to have ridden. I mean, we had the plans to ride, but then I realized that it's, yeah, it's going to coincide with when i need to be somewhere else okay quite possibly anything else happening that we need to tell them about no nope. i better move the furniture tomorrow
1: yes i was gonna ask you that after we got off the broadcast
0: or sunday morning. Oh, we gotta go to church sunday morning yes oh sure. all right i gotta move the furniture tomorrow pray <laughs> for me tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> they don't hurt my leg just kidding all right oh how's everybody like our new green screen
1: <laughs> <You can't tell.
0: laughs> oh Here. Here, I would, I would show it to you. Watch this. I can do this. There. I like a new green screen.
1: Ta da. Looks like a green screen.
0: Yeah. Maybe you can put up a brick wall.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that. No, oh, this one. Okay. The lighting doesn't look too no, fabulous.
0: There's our, our new living room. I wonder how many people thought that was our living room. It's a pretty popular <laughs> living room, though. They, see, they go, oh my gosh, they have the same floor plan as Johnny in uh, Walla Walla, Washington. I saw him on a Zoom call. That same <laughs> had that same background. And here's the uh, where, okay. yeah, where Jesus is. Oh, buried.
1: is that the Jesus tomb? Yeah. Oh, it's very nice.
0: for sure. All right, that's enough. We gotta go to bed, Schnooks. It's 9 45. Great. All right, anything else? We're signing off. <laughs> Nothing else?
1: I thought if I don't encourage you, if I don't like insist for you to stop, it would stop sooner, but it was it didn't. It didn't help.
0: <laughs> I have one more story.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Just kidding. All right, all of you for watching, uh, all of you watching. Thank you for uh, coming on and joining us. We really appreciate it. Make sure and share um, our broadcast out with people. Uh, at least our live, our live broadcast. And if you're watching the replay, make sure and comment and let us know that you're watching the like, replay subscribe. and um, uh, subscribe and and all those types of things. See you on Sunday, See says you on Jan. Sunday, Jan. Awesome. All right. Anything else, my love? That's it. All right. We'll talk to you later. God God bless. God bless.